Welcome back to This Is My Story, where I, a millennial, talk with those older and wiser than me to hear more about their lives and what is keeping them praising their Savior, Jesus, all the day long. Please, pull up a chair. Hi, Fred. How are you? I'm doing fine. Good. Well, thank you for spending some time with me. I'm excited to hear more about you and your story. So to start, would you tell us what year you were born and where you grew up? I was born in, in 12843 in, in Corpus Christi, Texas. Okay, so what was your family like growing up? It was eight of us in our family. So it was a big family. So I it, bet you were never bored. Right. <laughs> Did you like growing up with a big family? Well, um, what happened, there was a lot of strife, but uh, I met a a young kid when I was growing up in first grade. We oh. became friends, and it turns out that they were Christians. Okay. And I started going to church with him, and that's how the Lord planted the, His Word in my heart. You know, okay. not that I was perfect. I did a lot of mistakes. I veer off the Lord's will, but the devil condemned. Conviction mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit will always bring me back. You know, and I, I, forever, I'm eternally grateful to, mm. to the Lord. And that seed was planted when you were little. And, and it still convicts you today. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, well, I, I still did some mistakes even a couple of years ago. Mm. And it was despicable. But every time the Lord would convict me, and I would repent and say, Lord, please forgive me. And since then, I just want to just stay with him. And that's how I learned to stay in faith. Because the enemy would like for you to say, oh, you can't do that. And uh, I tell him, get out of here. Because you're a a deceiver. But I can do all things to Christ that gives me strength. And all things work together for good to them. They love God who will call for his purpose. Mm. Yes. So, so you've lived on that over the last few years. Yes. And it's still true to you. Yes. I stay in faith. I said, Lord, I'm staying with you. And you know that the Lord has done miracle after miracle mm. because God is perfect. Wow. You know? Yeah. He is perfect. And he, if you stay with Him, uh, you can't make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I, I've met, um, well, my relatives and uh, I think I'll try this mm-hmm. you know oh it didn't work well I'm gonna try this mm-hmm. instead of trying you know but that's the way the enemy will divert you away from from the truth yeah and from faith so powerful so what were you like growing up well uh, I started going to church with uh, his name was um, Richard we used to call him Chito and Chito would take me to his church. And like I say, his parents were spirit-filled Pentecostal uh, folks. And they planted the word on me. And Chito would take me to Sunday school when I was about eight, nine, ten years old. Mm. And, and that's how I began to know the Lord. Yeah. And so as I grew up, I think I, I might have been about 11, 12 when I got saved. And um, it was so awesome, the love, precious love of the Lord. It was so awesome. To be that young. Yeah. And to recognize that. Yes. That must have 
been a powerful experience. Because it didn't come from a, my family were Catholic. As a matter of fact, I, I was mm. Catholic at one time, but I was hungry for something else. And they, I says, this is not what I'm looking for. Wow. And so uh, I began to continue to go to Richard, uh, my friend's church. And and, uh, and like I said, I got saved around 11, 12 years old. Mm. So you mentioned you were pretty young when you first heard about Jesus. And you, yes. it sounds like you grew up hearing about him. Yes. So at what point were you interested in him? In a relationship with Jesus? I must have been about, like I say, 11, 12, 13 years old. I can't remember exactly. And so I uh, continued to go to church with uh, Richard's uh, a church and his uh, parents and stuff. And uh, it was so awesome to feel the presence of the Lord. I love that. The podcast is based off of the hymn, Blessed Assurance, and the chorus where it talks about, this is my story, this is my song, praising mm -hmm. my Savior all the day long. And so I'm curious, what about that relationship with Jesus that started at 11, 12, or 13, how did that change your life? Why does it make you want to praise Him all of your life and all the day long? Because I would feel His presence growing up in my house uh, like I said, there was a lot of strife going on. Mm. It was terrible. And uh, my siblings fighting among each other, especially when we would sit down to have a little family gathering, it, it would turn out to be strife and contention. It mm. was horrible. One time I vaguely remember they were arguing about something. I finally got up and I was crying. Why are mm. we always arguing? And I, I walked out of the house, and but uh, it was always strife. Wow. It's terrible. Who is Jesus to you? Well, his presence is indescribable, but mm -hmm. you feel this awesome peace and love, and um, you just want to help your fellow man, you know? And yeah. it was like that all the time. Mm. Yeah. So why do you continue to believe in Jesus and love Him? Because if I did stray away, it's terrible conviction. I used to, uh, I was stationed in um, Okinawa when I went the first time for Vietnam, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be like the, the guys that go out and drink and pick up women and this kind of thing. And man, I got drunk one night and I felt so horrible. I said, why am I doing this for? And this kind of thing would take place, you know, it's just terrible. Yeah, so that, that conviction kind of kept pulling you right. back home or back to Jesus, yes. back to that anchor. Yeah. And that couldn't have been easy because that had to have been a lot of peer pressure in that kind of environment. Right. Man. But yeah, thank, thank you again for your service. That, is incredible. Appreciate that. Well, Marines, I went to Doc Hunter School. We only walked posts around uh, ammo dumps and this kind of airstrip. And, um, but this dog saved my life and saved four of us. No. Yeah. And so uh, I just want to show you a few pictures That's of him. Amazing. Did he have a name? Duke. Duke. <laughs> How did he save your life? And I'm getting ready to go on a mission. Yes, 
I got this black stuff that um, they were supposed to wear even at night because sometimes the moon would be out and your skin would shine the enemy would be looking for it. So but God is so awesome. Uh, so how did Duke save save your life? Uh, the dog smelled the enemy. And um, uh, uh, we were in a bunker and uh, the dog smelled the enemy and said, there's somebody out there uh, uh, that's real close to us. And so we threw what you call illumination grenade where it just uh, lights up the, mm -hmm. the darkness of the night. And sure enough, there was this um, uh, enemy and he threw a grenade, not quite inside the bunker, but uh, one of the shrapnels hit this guy, but he was, he was about a quarter of an inch to it, so he hit his heart <gasps> and he lived. Praise so God. it was four hours, yeah. God had a plan. So even now, how do you encourage your faith if you become discouraged? I don't get discouraged anymore because um, mm. I, I believe the Lord is perfect. I think sometimes we think in a world like this, in a year like 2020, in a year like 2021, we're supposed to feel discouraged. Yeah. But you said you don't get discouraged anymore. Right. Because there's so much going on, the pandemic. And then I had that um, virus. Mm. And I was in the hospital for two, two and a half months. It was horrible. But I kept believing the Lord and praying. I had people praying from church. Mm -hmm. And I uh, said, Devil, you're not going to hold me here. Wow. I'm getting out of here. And sure enough, um, one day this... Um, doctor uh, comes in as uh, what do you call it a um, screen mm -hmm. and uh, and he says you're going to be going home said, oh my word <laughs> I was so awesome prayer answered <laughs> yeah and then uh, uh, I got ready to go and, and I was packing ready to go and this nurse says oh you can't leave now I says why not man it says somebody's gonna have to come pick you up because um, I don't want you to fall or get hurt or this kind of thing. Well, I praise the Lord because my son came and picked me up with my truck mm. because my truck was parked outside of the hospital. I drove myself to the hospital. Really? Yeah. Okay. And so I said, son, you don't know this miracle that you, that God used you for. <laughs> Amazing. And so I was able to get out of there and, and move over here to, to, well, I had already bought this RV. I call it my little piece of heaven. I love that. So like <laughs> every piece was in place. Yes. Even when probably someone who was looking at your situation from outside was would be like, how are you still going? How are you still encouraged? Yeah. But God just had it all in place. Amen. Wow. See, God allows you to have challenges in life so you can learn to trust Him. And that's what um, I've, I've learned to trust Him. And I listen to this, the enemy or listen to myself, you know. Mm -hmm. If I do this, I, this might work. It might, but it doesn't. And so you get trusted out and you kind of give up. Yeah. And uh, I've heard of people... Um, um, uh, uh, well, you've had to pray for me. Well, did you get healed? He says, um, I think so. 
I hope so. That's not faith. Wow. Or I believe it when I see it. No, you know, you gotta believe it now and praise the Lord, Father, thank you no matter what it looked like. Since I've been over here, when I got out of the house, I've seen more miracles of the Lord. Father, I just thank you for this miracle. And sure enough, the, the Lord comes through. Mm. Yeah. He, Like you said earlier, He's perfect. Yes. So He doesn't fail. Yes. He's a perfect God. And uh, a lot of people don't believe that. Well, I believe it when I see it. No. But I, I just thank the Lord. I'm eternally grateful to, wow. for this miracle. You said the trials and the tribulations build our faith. But is there anything specific that you do to build your own? Reading the Bible. I read the Bible uh, when I get up in the morning before I do anything from eating breakfast or what am I going to eat? What am I going to No, I'm going to read the Word of God. I'm going to feed my spirit first. And I'm going to honor the Lord by reading His precious Word. You know. <clears throat> I love that. There's power in it. And I think sometimes something I'm dealing with is, is sometimes I just look at it and I'm like, well, it's just words. Like, I know basically what it says, but there's something that happens when we get into it daily and we let it feed us. Like yeah. you said our spirit so from someone who has it's you have extreme faith you have great faith so what would you say to someone who doesn't have that same faith or is skeptical of Jesus well I would encourage him to try the Lord mm -hmm. you know God loves you he wants to save you he wants to take you to a place that He's prepared for all of those that believe Him. If you open your heart, wow. you know. Well, I try that. Well, you try religion, but religion doesn't help, you know. You can go to church all, for the next hundred years, and if you don't open your heart to the Lord, you'll miss heaven, you know. It's amazing. And so I really believe that, because there's a lot of people like that today. Mm -hmm. He simplified it for us. Yeah. But we do like to complicate it. And we, we feel like, I think we have to do something to like earn our way there. Yeah. But like you said, just open our hearts to Him. Right. So what would you say to someone who is a follower of Jesus? Um, well, we would probably join together and share victories. Like mm. uh, this brother that... that he went with me. He he comes to the uh, Bible study. Steve Simon. I had bumped into him in Walmart, and he said, "He says if you ever need something, he says, uh, go somewhere. Or give me a call." And uh, my son wanted to take me during that was during that um, that snow. It was already kind of diminishing. I said, "Son, uh, I have this friend of mine that." goes to our Bible study, he's going to be taken because I wanted to go together and share the Lord mm. and this kind of thing, and sure enough. And uh, and so um, uh, I was able to uh, go with him. That's yeah. And then, so just, again, another door opened. Yeah. That you needed. Right. I love that. 
I love what you said. We would share victories. Right. Because I think we get so down with what we hear around us and mm-hmm. in the news. Yes. But there are so many more victories than there is depressing news. Amen. As hard as that is to, to yes. believe sometimes. And so, and with your experiences and experiences with Teen Challenge, I'm sure you have lots of victories Amen. that you can just feed off of. I don't give myself credit. Mm-hmm. I give the credit to the Lord. Yeah, that's so encouraging. So if you could say anything to your 20 or 30 year old self, what would you say? Back then I was learning a lot. I mean, I was, I was not mature as I am today. Mm. I don't give myself credit. And, uh, and too many times there's preachers, uh, he says, oh, look what I did, you know? Well, and who do you give the credit to? And this kind of thing. But I uh, have to learn that the credit belongs to the Lord. That's such a good message, especially to that age group, because I think, especially in a world with social media, and like it's all about me, we we want the credit, we want the attention. Yeah. But that reminder that it's not us. Yeah. I love that. Do you have a favorite book that you would recommend that has helped you? Um. Let me see. Um, Dr. David Jeremiah has a good book on um, the end times Mm. that gives a lot of information as to where we are in God's schedule, you know? And then there's um, 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 Robert Moore uh, that what we speak can either set us back because words are very powerful, mm. you know. It's true. And so we always want to uh, speak the Word of God and uh, because the enemy will like to put something in your mind that has nothing to do with the Bible. And he'll make it sound good. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Bible verse that you turn to for encouragement? Thank you, Lord, for this day that you have made. You know, a lot of people don't that well, tomorrow or next week, you don't know if you're going to leave next week or tomorrow or whatever. Mm. But uh, I say thank you, Lord, for this day that you have given us. Uh, thank you for your, your blessings. I thank you for protecting me when I go out now highways and byways that I will not disregard and hit my neighbor. I do not want to hurt my neighbor. That's mm-hmm. who I'm concerned. Yeah. Never mind me, but at the same time, the Lord protects me. And the scripture comes to mind, be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and thanksgiving, make your request be known unto the Lord. We need that now more than ever. Yes. <laughs> and coming out of 2020, being in 2021, we don't have to be anxious. Yeah. Well, all the, all all this stuff that's going on today, like I was saying earlier, it's horrible. It's so bad. It's terrible. Mm. But like you said, we have a perfect God on our side. We don't have to believe what the devil tells us. Amen. Because a lot of people don't recognize the difference between the devil talking to you or God. And that's where a lot of people go wrong. Yeah. 
oh my word but uh, so true then I, I've heard of people that like my daddy uh, when I would uh, speak about God at home I do not want a, another religion I'm going to follow my the religion that my mother my mother gave me I mean it was World War three when we came to tell him about the Lord and so um, it went for but did you know one day um, mom was in a hospital my sister was looking over my mom and this nurse comes in and he says are you related to um, Frank he says yeah that's my dad he said he gave his heart to the Lord right at the last moment you know and it was so awesome but you know the Lord is so merciful and kind he doesn't fail would you say reading the Bible is the best way to learn the voice of God yes so that you don't fall prey to the devil's voice yes because I mean we saw it and how he approached Jesus in the wilderness like he even quoted God's word yes to himself and had Jesus not really known the voice of God that could have sounded good to him yeah well, the, the the Bible is the oldest book in, in human history. Mm-hmm. There's no other book that's old as the, as the Bible. It's worth reading. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just um, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, and so we have to push the flesh out of the way. So true. So true. And I think, like you said earlier, talking about those victories, I think that would help encourage us. Yeah. To move past the flesh, because there's so much more yeah. that God can do once we do that. You'd be surprised how many churches have split over flesh and the spirit. Mm. It's there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have any final thoughts for those listening? Um. Just follow the Word of God, the instructions of the Bible, and the Spirit, and you will be blessed. It's, it's nothing wrong to have money. It's a love for money that becomes a God, you know? Yeah. Uh, I get financial blessings sometimes. The other, <laughs> the other day, uh, I um, got this uh, envelope in the mail. Oh, here comes another bill. And... Um, I open it up and I look, it says, this is not a bill. This is a refund of $120. We like that kind of mail. <laughs> Praise God. And uh, because um, uh, I, I like to give to, to, to the kingdom, mm. you know, because one day I'm going to have to give a report. What did you do with your money? Everyone said, well, Lord, I... I, I went to hamburgers and and <laughs> I went to Walmart and I had to buy this and, it, and yeah. this kind of people will come out with that. It's true. But um, it's been like I, I like to, uh, to support the 700 Club that helps uh, hungry children. Mm, and I heard a beautiful one. story one years ago about a, a man, an American missionary that went, to, I think it was uh, Honduras. And he took the pastor from Honduras uh, that was pastoring the church out to eat. And as they were eating, there was this window open. These kids are looking through the window. I said, who are these kids? He says, 
They've been abandoned and they're hungry. They want your leftovers. Mm -hmm. He said he, he invited them all in and, and he fed them because his compassion came over. And that's what we need to do. There's a lot of hungry children, mm -hmm. you know? So and so I praise the Lord for those opportunities. Amen. They were being the hands and feet of Jesus. Yes. And reaching Forbid out. not the little ones to come to me, but they belong to the kingdom of God. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, well, thank you. God's I appreciate done a lot that. through you. And like I said, I don't give myself credit. Mm. It's all the credit to Amen. the Lord. Amen. Father, you did this. You gave me uh, a lot of blessings, and I thank you for it. Amen. Would you mind praying over those listening? Yes, Father God, we just thank you for this awesome day, this opportunity to say and give you all the credit with our grateful heart because you are a blessing God. You are a perfect God. You want to bless your children in every way in which way that you desire to do. Lord, that we might bless uh, one another and we might encourage one another to love one another. Father God, I thank you right now for this opportunity with uh, my sister. Bless her father, bless her family. And Father God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for spending time with us today. I pray this encouraged you to love and learn from those around you. And if this specific story resonated with you in any way, we really would love to hear from you in the reviews or email us at podcastthisismystory at gmail.com. Until next time, remember that Jesus died for you because Jesus loves you. And friends, this is only the start of your story.